Welcome to Mind Gap. I'm Justin, and again, I'm coming to you solo this uh, this intro. Doug had to had to jump on the train, head back up to the suburbs. Uh, so I, you just got Uncle Justin here. Oh, that sounded really creepy. I wish I hadn't have said that. We're gonna push forward though. I will henceforth be known as Uncle Justin, even though I don't like that. Before we jump into the episode, I want to talk about our sponsor, Elephant and Castle, 185 North Wabash Avenue corner of Lake and Wabash in Chicago. These guys are awesome. You need to come down and check them out because their food menu is off the chain and their drink specials are unbeatable. I will fight you if you disagree with me on that. They have, for example, to prove my point, happy hours, Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. They have uh, half price snack and shares where 11 items, $11 or less, are half price. They've got domestic drafts and house wines, each for $4. Then they have daily specials. For example, one of my favorite ones, One and Done Monday, where a craft keg of beer taps at 5 p.m. and they pour it till it's gone, $3 a pint. I don't think you could scour the city. I'll put a decent amount of money, not a lot, but a decent amount, on the fact that you probably won't find a better deal than this. One and Done Mondays, it's a different keg of beer each Monday, it's something special, craft beer. You've probably never tried it before. And uh, that means you get to come try a new beer for $3 a glass, make some friends, talk to some really cool people, eat some great food. Guys, it's a win-win. Come Tuesday, you got Tin Up Tuesdays where all tins are 25% off. And a tin is an aluminum can of beer. It's a can of suds, to say it like they used to in the 40s. Wednesday sees Wine Down Wednesday. Wine by the glass is a dollar off and wine by the bottle half price. Come Thursday is Locals Only Thursday, where select Chicago drafts are $5.50, not $6. They were like, we want to save you 50 cents. We're going to make it $5.50. Because why? Because Elephant and Castle, they got your back. That's why. Saturdays and Sundays, Mimosas and Bloody Marys, $5 a piece. Come on down, 185 North Wabash, corner of Lake and Wabash. We love them. We record here uh, every week, or most weeks at least, uh, in the ENC lounge, as we call it. It's the banquet room in the basement. There's a big glass wall uh, right next to us, so come wave at us, say hi, and if we really like how you wave at us, we might even have you on uh, the podcast as a guest. Anything can happen. This is where dreams happen at Elephant and Castle. One more thing before we get into the episode if you guys could take a minute, wherever you're listening to this, subscribe to us. Just click the subscribe button. And what that's going to do is it's going to make sure that you don't miss an episode ever. You're going to get a little notification, say, hey, new episodes up. And you're going to go, great. My week has just been made that much better. Also, review us and give us a rating. Uh, let people know what they're getting into. If, if, if you know, you, you hear something, you're like, these guys are really uh, funny. These guys are really educational. These guys really know what they're talking about. You'd probably be lying, but you can put that and people will read that and go, hey, I want to listen to that too. And that would be awesome. We would love that. Uh, also, like I said, rate us. Give us, uh, you know, four or five stars. Anything less than that? Yeah, maybe not. But four or five stars, we love to see that. And then share us around. Uh, anywhere you're listening to this, there's probably a little share button. If, it, if it's on the 2 East 8th website, then just copy the link and share that to your social media. And uh, I think uh, if, if you're looking for a gift to give people for Christmas this year, it's cheap, it's easy, it's it's right away. You don't have to wait for it to ship. Just give them the link uh, to Mind Gap Podcast and you've given them the gift of happiness. This week, Doug and I are talking about social anxiety because Doug seems to suffer from it quite 
quite a bit, more than I realized. And uh, when I started to think about it, I got a little bit of social anxiety too. So we talk about uh, the, the worry of asking too many questions and bothering someone, uh, maybe at a restaurant or if you're shopping, asking a, a store clerk for something, uh, correcting someone when they get your name wrong. I get I get Jason a lot. You'll hear me tell a story about that in the podcast. And then driving etiquette. And then that leads us to talking about road rage. And then we end things with a throwdown. Uh, we had so much fun last week uh, talking to Johnny Cruz, uh, doing a throwdown between his character, uh, Lucio in Overwatch, and the scout from Team Fortress 2. We thought we'd do a, a throwdown with a couple more Overwatch and TF2 characters. So without further ado, please sit back and enjoy episode 171 of Mind Gap Podcast. Doug, say the thing out of your mouth. Mind Gap Podcast. Wait, wait, stop the intro. We forgot, because Doug and I are idiots, we forgot. Happy Thanksgiving! That's the only mention you'll get in the entire episode. Okay, Doug, say the thing again. Mind Gap Podcast. We'll see. We will see. We'll see. Mm, we're going to see. Um, with our eyes. If, but if we have them closed, we will still see with our senses like Daredevil. With our heart. Yeah. By the way, Daredevil season three. Told you. Fucking amazing. See, you should have dropped I, that other shit and no, just no, gone no. right to Here, it. Time out. Here's the thing. No. Here's no, the time thing. Out. Time I, in. No. <laughs> Time in. You, you can't just. You chose you poorly. You can't triple stamp a double stamp, Lloyd. You oh, can't triple stamp oh, yeah. a double Watch stamp. Watch me. Watch me do it. Um. No, I, I feel like because I watched uh, <laughs> I watched uh, Iron Fist season two, I, Daredevil is that much sweeter for me. It is amazing. Now I will say this: at the end of Iron, and you you never responded, but uh, I <laughs> for those listening, I, I would I would text Doug in real time as things would happen in, in Iron Fist season two about just different uh, different phrases, different, uh, you know, like things that are happening. And you never once, I don't think, responded Probably to, not. to any of them. No. I was really hoping it to get to elicit a response nope. from you. Um, the, I'm like, you're doing this to yourself. Yeah. That's what I was thinking the whole time. <laughs> I, I won't engage because yeah. you're doing this to you. Mm. I, uh, I will say at the end, that is the last, the very last scene is what the show should have been from the start. Danny Rand dies, a horrible death. It's a horrible death. Cool. No, just it was all a dream. The confidence level, the uh intensity, the way he approaches it, like the at the very last scene, which I'm like, too bad. So that's you're two seasons too late and now you're canceled. So why would you spend two where seasons you, building up to that? Where you where you ended on season two is where you should have started. No, I take it back. That's where mid-season one should have been. Start where you started. That's great. He's, no, he's figuring. I disagree. He's figuring things out. He's yes. coming back. He's he's confused and he doesn't understand. That's fine. But usher through that real fucking quick and get to this point, and that's who I want to see. I'll show you the last scene, and like I'll just see if you're like, okay, that intrigues me. Maybe I'll show it to you at some point, and cool. I just I just again, it's no more than. Three minutes. Cool. You know, again, yeah. what I go back to when you say that's where season one should just like, I don't need to see a chipper young douchebag come back to Manhattan and be like, that must stay. Like, but we've never seen Iron Fist before. So, like, I feel like him getting into that. 
Well, maybe I'm mi- misunderstanding, I'm misremembering it. Like he was he super chipper, or was he yeah. kind of confused and like super duper chipper? Okay, maybe made I'm, friends with the homeless dude. Yeah, that's like, right. Had a hoagie. That's meatball right. sub. Yeah, meatball like, sub. Just like yeah, that's right. I gotta center my cheese so I can get out of here. Like that sort of naivete, fine. But there should have been a gritty realism with this guy that did not exist. The guy got the, again. I will. We're gonna we're gonna retread on this again. He got the shit beat out of him by warrior monks for fifteen years. And right. He comes back going, <laughs> we see shots hey, of him getting hey. yeah. beaten with canes. Right. All right. That does something to you psychologically. Oh, and we see even more of that, yeah. of just how much he went through right. in season two. He like killed he's, a fucking yeah. dragon and consumed its heart to right. become the Iron Fist. Right. Okay? Like, this guy has seen some shit, and he comes back going, hey! So I'm going spo- to give spoilers. Uh, so Davos, in this one, Davos takes the Iron Fist away from him. So Davos has it. Mm-hmm. And somehow Davos, it, it, about the second fight they have with him, um, he did you say somehow meaning that like you didn't want to go into the details or you don't know? No, no, I don't want to go into the. Okay, details. thank it you. Will, it like, will, it please will tell me that it's you don't want to go into details because you're like I don't know. Somehow he takes it away. <laughs> Episode three, he just shows up and his fist is glowing. And Danny's like, like, "Where'd mine go?" And he's like, "I kissed you and I took it away from you." <laughs> <laughs> That's called the Iron Kiss. <laughs> Sounds uh, awful. <laughs> It's like braces, two but, people with braces kissing. So he lights up both hands, and you find out, oh shit! Like he's wielding it more powerfully than than Danny ever could. And then the uh, another chunk of it is him them trying to get it back from Davos. But God, Danny realized terrible. Danny realizes that he's he didn't like what it was doing to him and where where it kind of took him because he was the season opened on him like really starting to abuse it, and so he tried to convince Colleen to take it, and Colleen was like, no, no, no. And then right at the end, uh, it ends with Colleen actually being given the Iron Fist. Uh, she takes it from Davos. And, um, yeah, that's where I'll leave it. It's, it's, but that's where I was texting you. I was just like, this guy doesn't even want it anymore? He can't, he, he beat I a dragon. everything like, about what you just described. I can't use it. You can't take it, Colleen. I don't even want it this now. It's like a bad STD that just got passed around. <laughs> and then I didn't want it, so then I gave it to this person. Yeah. And it's just like, ugh. Ugh. So anyway, that yeah. was Iron Fist season Ugh. two in a nutshell. Yeah, Daredevil season three is fucking shit, dude. That eleven minute sequence, by it? the way, yeah, Ugh. it was literally eleven minutes. It? it went from like uh, minute twenty two to minute thirty three. I think it's ten minutes and fifty three seconds to be specific, but you know, yeah, wasn't it amazing? Yeah, just wow. I, I was because I, I, I realized shot I was that like, in half a day. I was like sorry, twelve hours, which is technically a half day. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Well, that's a full day. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, literally half of a twenty-four hour day. Yes. But that's what it, that's. I haven't read anything yet because I've stayed away from the forums because I'm not done with mm-hmm. it yet. But that's it. Took him half a day to film it. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Yeah, that's insane. The thing that for me, I thought it was going to be a, a fight sequence, mm-hmm. like just a straight. I didn't realize that going into it. About midway through, I'm like, oh, this is literally a full eleven minute scene. Yeah, like with acting dialogue. and dialogue and staging and like it was. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. yeah absolutely like, amazing. Well fucking done. Yeah. It was so well done. And that's what I love about it. Yeah. It's so good. I can't even imagine how many takes that took them. One. But wait, they just got <laughs> the first. Not, <laughs> not how many different angles or, or scenes. Uh, yeah. You mean. How yeah. many times did they try? How to many run throughs did they yeah, have right? to do? Hey, midway through, some guy goes, he just starts laughing. He goes, oh, blooper reel. Uh, My bad. Or someone just goes, it's like, you're fucking fired, you Frank. Punch, they do a fake punch and he shits himself right. accidentally. 
It's like, sorry, I had some chorizo for lunch. Super greasy. This is, this is why we don't put tacos on the fucking craft service table, guys. Why are we doing this? All right. This is terrible. Right. Yeah, it's pretty goddamn amazing. I can't wait to finish this up. It's great. Yeah. It's really, really good. Um, yeah. So, Justin, I have a story to tell you. Tell me. It's a short story. Story time with Doug. Um, had a long couple weeks at work, and I was like, I'm going to treat myself. I'm going to go. Uh, we're going to go downtown to Downers Grove. going to visit my spot that I need to go to whenever I'm having a bad time, which is the board game store. Absolutely. So I was like, I want to go to the board game store. I want to get a couple of things before I head back to uh, Kirksville. It's my usual thing to bring some board games to play. And Jill's like, oh, cool. We'll go to the toy store with Natalie, and then they'll go to the bookstore, and then we'll have some lunch. So it was a very wonderful uh, late morning uh, adventure we were planning. And um, as we parked and we were walking over to the board game store, these two people came over, and they said, hey, do you live in Downers Grove? And immediately I was like, this is a trap. I, you thought you were getting trapped? In- <laughs> I was like, we're going to get scammed, Jill. I'm sitting there going, I think the answer should be no, <laughs> but I'm not sure. Okay. Because there used to be those guys that hung out on the CTA that would say, hey, are you registered to vote? And if oh, you yeah. say yes, then they loop you in to sign up on some shit and they give you a spiel. Right. So Support you were supposed this write-in to say, candidate or whatever. So yeah. if you say no, then they're like, oh, okay, cool. And they leave you alone. And I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking I should probably say no. Yeah. But on I the was, way here, I had one of those guys. But... I had Natalie on my shoulders and everything, and I said, yeah. And the two of them said, hey, we're trying to do, uh, uh, get some signatures to get this mayor mayoral candidate you know, on the ballot, yada, sure. yada. Would you like to sign? <clears throat> everything in my body said, no, don't do it. You don't know anything about this guy. Right. They said, hey, this, is, this could have been Mayor Dan. Do you want Mayor Dan? Right. And I said, okay. And I said... Sure. So I took Natalie down this, off of my shoulders. This already sounds very not like you. Yeah, yeah, and yet it does. And I like signed something, and they're like, "Thanks." I'm like, "Okay." And as soon as I did that, I was so angry at myself. I was like, "Why did I say yes to that?" And the reason was I didn't. I have a hard time like saying no. Kind of in, in in those sort of social situations, you know. I don't know these people. Yeah, I'm harmony. You know, I don't want to rock because the, the, if I was going to sign it, I should have said, well, tell me about this guy. But I didn't want to hear it. You know what I mean? <laughs> because I'm, I, I could be I could be doing signature for some guy that is a Nazi for all I know. I don't know anything. I don't even remember the guy's name. Right. I just said, sure, I'll sign. I don't know anything about this guy. Right, I should right. have asked questions and I didn't. Right. Because this is how Trump got elected. Because this is social awkwardness that came yeah. for me because I was like, well, if I have to ask questions, this is because another thing is like, I want this to be over now. Right. And I could just said no and kept walking. That would have been the quickest route. Yeah. But I already said, okay. And then I was like, wait, what are you doing? And everything inside of me was screaming, stop what you're doing. But right. I was like, I got to be polite. <clears throat> yeah. And I kept writing it. And I did it. And I walked away fucking hating myself. And to this day, I'm still angry at myself for doing that. Well, let me ask you this. Because you have said on this podcast before, uh, and we've had long conversations off, off mic about this, is that... You, uh, I think on the podcast we talked about high fives. Mm-hmm. And you're like, the question was posed to you, if someone was just walking down the street and was like, high five, mm-hmm. you're like, no, I would definitely yeah. not do it. So again, like what? I'm out of practice. <laughs> you're out of I'm practice. out of practice. That's it. The suburbs this, are making you this, soft. I ha- I'm not around that that yeah. much anymore. And I didn't expect this because uh, before, like I would see people long 
down the block, and I'd be like, this person's trying to do something, and right. I would steal myself. Everybody. I did not see this coming. So they, they just, caught you off guard. They were just two people outside of a store, right. and I didn't even know, and as we were walking by, they made eye contact, and they were like, hey! And I'm like, oh! No shit. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. I was like, uh, be polite and amicable, and uh, okay, <laughs> I'll sign off on, on Captain Crunch, or whoever this is yeah, that yeah, you yeah. want to do this. And it really upset me. Because I should have, at the very least, asked more. and it, Or I just have said, no, I don't. Because I didn't. But I said yes anyway. And there was just this... I have this happen all the time. All the time. These little social anxieties that pop up in my day-to-day life. Yeah. Where something will happen where I need to ask a follow-up question. But I feel like it'll, it'll make me look stupid. So I won't. Interesting. Okay. Or I should just actually stop and ask for directions. But I'm like, it'll look stupid if I do this. <laughs> Or um, I don't want to ask a follow-up question or I don't want to inquire more because I feel like it'll irritate the other person. Sure, sure, So sure. I just sort of like say, okay, and I move on and I, and I, and I struggle a little I, bit. I feel that. I know exactly what you're talking about in that. Yeah, and I hate it so much. <laughs> because there's certain situations where I won't. Like I, I don't give into that because I realize it's like my job. Right. Like in, in my job, I don't let a lot of that stuff go because I can't. It's, it's you know, yeah. it, it's that sort of stuff. It's... There's a lot of situations like walking into a store, um, you know, someone will be like, hey, can I help you? And I'll be like, no. <laughs> but I, Scream no at them. No! And then, and then I, crouch into the fetal position. But I need help. Right. Or I'm like, I'll figure it out. And all of a sudden I'm like, fuck, I don't know where this is. Now I need to find someone. And when you need to find, find someone, someone, they're nowhere to be found. I go to find someone, I'm like, well, they're busy right now. They're right. stocking shelves. I don't want to interrupt them. Or, right. You know, then there's this. And it's, oh, no. And then before you know it, I'm spending way too much time. Sure, sure, at this sure. Place yeah. trying to find someone because I just hate asking. I, I get the same. I get similar anxiety when I go to a restaurant. Mm-hmm. And if I don't know what something. And Beth, Beth will ask me all the time. If we go to like an Italian restaurant, she's like, well, what kind of pasta is this? And I'm like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, I have no idea. Yeah. And I'll go, you can ask them though. They're, they're happy to talk to you. But when it comes to me, I can give the, inf- the, I can give the advice out and go, just ask them. It's, it's totally cool. Like they're, that's what they're here for is to answer your questions. Like yeah. they're happy. I'm sure to say it. And then when it comes to me, I'm just like, uh, I'll get this. I'm just like, and I won't, I, I, cause I want to know like, well, what's this? And like, does it come in? Like if I've had this dish two different ways and I want to know well, which way do you guys prepare it half the time I won't even ask that I'll just yeah. go oh, I'll get this dish and I'll just and I'll pray that it's the way that I like it done and if it's not then I'm like nope I gotta remember not to order this yeah. here next time but I don't again it's the same thing I'm like there's no there's no harm in asking but for some reason you really think that you're inconveniencing yes. the person that's what it boils down to yeah. for me is I don't want to bother somebody because part of it too is my mom would just go through so much, so much of the time to, to the point now where I forget about it. And then when we are in a social situation, she'll she'll kind of go down her, her rigmarole and I just start clenching up. I'm like, oh, stop. Just stop yeah, asking yeah, yeah. questions. Like, we can figure this out. We don't have to put them through this. <laughs> She's very abrasive in the way that she asks stuff. That's the other thing. It's how you have to ask it tactfully. Like, how do you approach it? She's nice, but she's relentless. Sure. That's the thing. Sure, sure, sure. And, and a lot of the times, in my opinion... <laughs> I love my mom, but I feel like she asks a lot of stupid questions. Okay. <laughs> because there's things that don't make any connection. But at the same time, I respect her because she's going to get the answer. Right. And she's right. not ashamed to ask the question, even if it's something that I think is stupid. Because <laughs> I look at her, I'm like, no, you can't, you can't do that. Yeah. Like, that's, that's not okay. Like, um, I don't know if this one's too personal, but um, I went to visit my dad and his blood sugar dropped really, really low to the point where he was a zombie. Okay, yeah. And it yeah. got so scary that we had to call 911. Sure. And um, 
they came over and you know five EMTs come in and they're working on putting some sugar in his veins and stuff like that. And as he's coming back, my mom starts asking him a lot of questions about how this possibly could have happened. And she's showing them a bunch of information that they don't need. And it's like the time that I said, Hey, um, do you guys know what your wireless password is? She goes, let me see. And she pulls out, I kid you not like a folder of, of, of paper. <laughs> is it in here? And she's like, is this it? Is this it? I was like, stop. You have to stop. <laughs> I felt like that's what she was doing with these yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, and she's yeah. like, because at one point they said, uh, we should get him some juice and a sandwich. She immediately goes, and my dad's not fully around yet. She's like, <laughs> first of all, my dad comes too. He like reminds me of a guy, an old-time boxer, comes up with his fist. He's like, <laughs> he's, he realizes he was completely out of it and yeah. then like not responding to anything. And then all of a sudden he comes to and realizes there's five dudes around him. And one of them's trying to poke him with a, with a needle. And he's like, what the hell's going on? He's like, what the hell is this? He's like, "Who are you?" <laughs> That's gotta be. That has to be a weird sensation, though. And I, I'm gonna pat myself on the back for this. I explained this to my dad no less than eight times exactly what happened, but he still wasn't fully right, lucid right, yet because yeah. this guy was like, uh, "Hey, is it okay if I, you know, get your test your blood sugar to see where you are?" And he's like, "No, why?" And he kept looking at me. He goes. What did I do? Like he's like, what did I do? That <laughs> did I murder someone? He's like, what did I do? Because like, in his mind, he laid down to take a nap, and then he's and he woke up. He bottomed out, and yeah, he woke up in this five guys in his living room. He's like, what the fuck is going on? He couldn't tell probably what was real and what wasn't. Oh yeah, sure, sure, and sure. So I was yeah. just standing in front of him calmly, going, "Hey, what, what's the last thing you remember?" And he's like, "I, I went to sleep," and I was like, "Yeah, okay." So when that happened. <laughs> You woke up and you were not responsive. He's like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "I was talking to you and you just stared at me." Right. Yeah. I was like, "I, I held your hand and you just held on to it, but you were not doing anything." <clears throat> yeah. I go, "We thought you were in trouble." Yeah. So we called the MTs. These these are the guys. These are their names. Because he kept going, "Well, who are you?" It's <laughs> like, "This is Dan. Right. This is Steve. Yada yada yada. This is why they're here. Right. They need to check your blood pressure." And he's like, "Well, what did I do?" And it was just round and round and round and round to the point where he finally was like. Okay, because I started was, to register. Yeah, I was sitting there just looking at him, going, "This must be terrifying to you," because there was one time in my life that this happened, and it was when I was wrestling, and I this this guy and I I hit my head on the mat, and the next thing I remember, I my arm was getting raised, and I won. Okay, and I went over to my coaches. I'm like, "Did I win?" They're like, "Yeah." They stopped the match because you were up by 15 points, and wrestling this knows a tech fall. Because you beat him like that, they stopped. There's no the match. coming back. Yeah, no, it's like you win. Yeah, and I was like, that's the only time in my career I ever did that. And my, I apparently just went into autopilot and just really like going to town. And I was like, <gasps> I remember going over to my dad. I was like, Dad, I don't remember the match. He goes, What do you mean? I go, I don't remember what happened. I was like, They said I won, but I don't remember any of it. He goes, Okay, um, did you eat breakfast this morning? And I go, I don't remember. I was freaking out. I didn't know. Like yeah. I was just. A gap in time. Yeah. It was like probably three minutes. That's wild. Gone. And I was like, he goes, we'll go see the trainer. And the trainer's like, yeah, your eyes are dilated, but you're okay. But I hit my head and somehow, whatever, memory yeah. left for a little bit. And I was terrified then, not to mention knowing I have health problems, waking up with five guys surrounding me, my arm, like right, people yeah. poking. And I'm just like, ha, why? I was just sleeping. Is this real? I don't know if this is real or right, not. Right, yeah. And to have all that happen and then... <laughs> While this is going on, my dad doesn't know what's going on. My mom goes, do you want some juice? So I try to hand him some juice because they said he should probably have some juice a little bit. I got you a sandwich and some juice. I'm like, not now. Now's not the time. Mom? He's willing to punch something right now. Like, we have to make sure that he's okay. I, I just, I thought it was going to go to where she's like, 
Do you want tomatoes? <laughs> Shot, do you want ham or turkey? <laughs> it's like, what? Who's saying that? Because it's so funny because I follow the rules almost religiously on most things. Yeah. And my mom is even more like intense with it than I am. Really? She has like recipe stuff written out and she's like, it has to be a like third of a cup. The and, precise measurements. And I'm like that the first time I cook something. Yeah. Because I want to get it, like sort of see what the baseline is yeah. for it. And then I'll be like, what did I like? What didn't I like? And yeah. I adjust it from there. You can there. go out pinch here or dash there. Yeah. Or if I'm like, yeah, you know what? Uh, I want to make more. So I'm going to kind of double it and try to guess roughly yeah. how much that is. My mom is to the T every single time. And yeah. I'm like, no, I don't. I don't. So instead like of doubling that. it, your mom will make two distinct versions of the same thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so like she, but she's just she's asked a lot of questions there's been so many times socially well she'll she'll just ask so many questions we'll yeah. be at like a store and she'll be like well what about this or what about that i remember one time we went to disney world and there was this cool little thing where you could go in and they would take three volunteers and they would put on this virtual reality headset and you get to watch the audience would watch them as they like float around on aladdin's carpet and try to find the genie uh, as you're going around and uh when we went back to do it, when we were waiting outside, my mom just grabbed one of the ladies. She goes, hey, can my son do that? And I was like, oh, don't do that. Just direct and like she wanted, abrasively. She, she, wanted, yeah. she wanted me to do it. And it came from a good place. Sure. She's like, I want Doug to experience this, which was really cool. But for me, I didn't want it to be that way. Right. Because it puts them in a situation where they're going to say yes. Right. But for the wrong reasons. Is it okay if he does this? And I'm then, like, and then you're you feel you're just like, oh wait, now it looks like I asked her to ask for me because I'm too like you like mm-hmm. I if, if someone does that on my behalf, that that's where my head goes. Yeah, it's like no, don't 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 ask because I don't want it to look like I was too chicken shit to ask for myself. So now like you're asking in proxy for me. I'm like it just yeah. it makes it real. Oh, it's fine. No, it's totally fine. They're gonna be fine with it. Candy and I'm like no no no. I understand they'll be fine with it. I'm not fine with it. Please don't do this well, to like me. Everyone in line Please just heard this. this interaction. Right. And and I was like, I'm really glad I get to do this, but it should have been random. Right. The way right. it's supposed to be done. Now I feel like we cheated the system <laughs> by right. doing that. And it was cool. I was right. totally cool. I got to do it. I was very happy, but I was like, Ugh, the way we went about it. I my, One of my bigger fears is um, uh, with, with age, mm-hmm. not understanding how certain things work, especially, oh. specifically technology. And I've seen this happen so many times. And if it's anywhere within my family unit or in my close, like, um, like what you call the next ring out from that, like yeah. my nucleus, um, <clears throat> I'll I'll do my best to to intercede and be like, all right, wait, wait, let me let me translate here. Like, here's yeah. here's what the I'm gonna distill the questions down to like these three, and if you can give me these, we can figure out the rest. You know, yeah. but like just sitting there and hearing over like. I'm going to ask this question. Well, I don't understand that. Tell me about this. Well, what does that mean? Let me tell me about, all right, well, define that first, then go back to this question. And mm-hmm. just like not understanding how how it works. It's so, I just, I never want myself to get there. And I know I'm going to get there. Yeah. I, I know it's inevitable. Yeah. But it's, that is like not understanding something and then having to ask all those questions to get yourself to a baseline of knowledge to then ask the right questions. Yeah. Like that's the part that I really start to get like all... Yeah. About. yeah, this past week uh, in training, um, I was using someone else's, uh, based on how we have everything set up equipment-wise, I had to use someone's Mac. Okay. Uh, and I was like, oh, boy. Well, every time that you've had to jump on mine, oh. I remember you're like, Justin. I was like, Justin. Where's, where's this thing? How do I get, how do I open this thing? I was like, why Why is the shift not where it's supposed <laughs> to be? This, this, what do you mean I have to hit the Apple side or whatever it is, function or right. whatever it is? Command, I'm like, yeah. Command, this is stupid. And... Uh, 
I was trying to I, – there were some things I really liked about it because the way you can zoom in yeah, real yeah. quickly was yeah. super nice, especially for when we were doing systems training. Um, but I, I, I was, like, trying to navigate, and I, I, I moved it the wrong way. And before I knew it, like, I delete, I went back or something, and I, like, I, I go – I was showing them how to do something. I'm like, well, I don't know where that went. So we're going to start over. We're going to do it again. And I'm just sitting there going, guys, bear with me. Ah, this is not what I normally work with. And right. I was kind of getting there. But I just, I was like, I <laughs> turned to, to my coworker. I'm like, can you help me, please? I don't know what I'm doing. Like, oh, no. I was like, ah, put me on a put me on a, a Windows. I'm fine. I'll figure it out. We'll get it going. I can handle that. But you put me in a Mac. And I'm like, I'll do what I can. It's just. But I'll struggle my is, way through, I guess. Not, this is not my – and I, I love a lot of the things, like the movements with your hands to get things going and yeah. stuff like that. It makes sense. When I see people that are masters of Mac, it's like – like, He's like, God damn. They're using Jedi right, magic yeah. to do stuff. I'm like, this is really cool, and it makes sense, like, logically. Yeah. But it's frustrating for me when I don't understand it. Right, yeah. And well, if you don't – like, for me, like, I use both a Mac and a PC on mm-hmm. a daily basis. And so, like, it's – it's my brain is just – it has gotten wired to yeah. when on this type of keyboard, this when on this type of keyboard, this, but if you yeah. don't use things, those two things on a daily basis, there's no reason you you would know that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's something else you bring up too, which is, well, my anxieties is if I have a question, I'll ask it. But if I still don't fully understand, I'll just pretend that I understand after that. Sure. Because I think I, I'm afraid that I'll feel stupid, especially in public or even privately, unless it's people that I really know, like with you, I'd be like, I still don't get it. Right. No. There, yeah. There, and that's the nice thing is you have to you have to have those people where you're just like I know this person is going to have my back and I just can level with them and go. Yeah. I, keep going. Or another one. <laughs> Lay it is, on me again. I don't hear super well. So okay. if someone says something, I'll give them a couple times and then I'll just be like, uh huh. And I'll just because it's so weird. It's so awkward. To so be like, you I can't hear you. Right. It's me. And I just kind of give up. Although I was proud of myself this week, someone was trying to whisper something to me, and like four or five times, I go, "I, I just can't hear what you're saying. Right, I don't right. know what's going on." I was like, "Good for you. You got one. You, you were honest with you it. You got yeah. one out of a thousand. Way to go. I'll take it because the, the, a long journey starts with the first step, or something right, like yeah, that. Yeah, right. Yeah, it, it was, it was, it was good. But there's so many situations where people it, will say something. I'm like, oh, okay. It's insanely awkward, and it's, it's absolutely because like you. You don't want to be that guy that's, again, it's the, it comes down to the inconveniencing factor. I don't want to be the person that inconveniences someone else, but uh, so I will allow myself to be inconvenienced because I don't want I don't want to cause someone else stress, extra stress in their day. Yes. But like if everyone were just honest and just, I feel like it's one of those things where you hear a comedian bring a topic up and you're like, oh, I thought I was the only one who thought about that. Yeah. That's amazing. Everyone has these stresses. So I think if you were to just be honest and like, Say, you know, look, I, I really can't hear you right now. Or, mm-hmm. hey, I, what is this type of pasta? Or yeah. I don't, like, if you, if you just bit the bullet and did it, I think a lot of people would realize it's not, like, people aren't going to get pissed at you. I know. Because they, they go through the exact same things you do. Exact yeah. same things. Yeah, and, and as I get older, it's getting a little bit easier. Right. Each time this stuff comes up. Um, but I, I just, I, I hate feeling stupid or making someone else feel stupid. Um, because I understand because another part of my job is um, we do graduation ceremonies for people and uh, I hate mispronouncing people's names hate it with a passion I know I know that is a huge I know and or calling someone by the wrong name right Uh, in the first class that we did recently at our new site for some reason I got these two women mixed up 
And I kept calling three or four times. I called this person the wrong name and I would joke about it because I'm like, oh, I did it again. And then one time, the girl that I constantly called the wrong name called me the wrong name. And I go, ah, I go, you still have three more you can use because I've done that <laughs> at least four times, you know. But I hate that because I think it's so disrespectful. Oh, sure. And it's so um, <clears throat> awful to hear someone say. Now, if someone says your name wrong, though, mm-hmm. do you correct them? Because my entire life, I've gotten Jason. Yeah. I, like, I don't know what it is, but for three weeks after I was born, my grandfather allegedly called me Jason. Uh-huh. And my mom's like, Dad, Jesus. his name is Justin. <laughs> You're going to give him a complex. Like, yeah. But for that has been, I, I cannot tell you how... I, my entire life, it is uncanny. If my name is misunder, mis, misremembered, it's Jason. Yeah, I have been called Jason. So I, I will almost, if someone yells, Jason, nine times out of ten, <laughs> I'll turn around just to see if someone might be trying to get my attention. Yeah, But uh, that's one of those things where I have long battled, do I correct this person? Is it rude of me? And I'm like, well, I'm, I have every right to go, yes. it's actually Justin. Yeah. Like, but in my head, I'm like, I don't want to be a dick. I'm like, but they're calling you by the wrong name. But I don't want to be a dick. So a lot of the times I'll just let it I'll let it ride. But I've been trying to yeah. get better at going, hey, just just FYI, it's Justin. Like just as a as an aside and you yeah. don't make them like feel bad about it. But and there's a certain amount of time which you can do that before it gets really awkward. Right. Before you're like, well, hey, look, this is the fourth time you've said this. And you're just like, why didn't or you tell me the first it's time? Like six months later. Right. And you're like, hey, my name's actually Justin. Right. You know, and I'm like, Ugh. why did you let me get six months into this? Yeah. yeah. Because you don't you don't want to say like, mm, actually it's this right. me. But at the same time, it's like we should get it right. The um, un the unacceptable thing though. Is when I'm in email communication with oh, you. Oh, yeah. And if we've emailed back and forth, again, I can't tell you how many times at work I'll get from a client, hey, Jason. And I'm like, so we've emailed back and forth conservatively four or five times at this point within a matter of a week. Uh, you said my name previously. It's in my email signature, Justin Strandler, right there. I, I don't understand where Jason's coming from. We've yeah. spoken on the phone. I don't understand this. That's just someone not following. Right. And that, boy, you want to piss me off. Do that. Yeah. Either don't follow instructions that are clearly <laughs> handed to you. Right. Which yeah. I start to realize, looking back on the teachers that I've had throughout my life and how they would stress how important it was to follow the instructions. <laughs> and you're like, and why now, is this so stupid? Now, when I'm seeing it happen as a corporate trainer, and I'm like, oh... I feel like it's compounded on me now because I'm paying these people to be here. I'm not, but the company is. So they should be. I'm like, right. You're dang. Getting, you are getting paid dang. to do this. You got to do this. Right. Did you ever do that thing in, in high school or any sort of grade school where it was this list of like 26 things? And they said that the directions are read all the, read all of the directions first yeah. and then do it. Yeah. Inevitably, people will read and they'll do it as they go along. And they're like, you only have five minutes to do this. And this thing inevitably takes you longer than right, that. Right, yeah. Or they say you get like two minutes. And then if you read it all, it says like the 26th question says, ignore everything that comes before this and write your name at the top of the paper and flip it over. And then like, I remember I did it a couple of times. And you just... And the first time I was doing everything and I was like, I saw people just smugly sitting there with the paper over. I'm like, how'd they get done already? What is happening? Yeah. time. And I'm like, ah. And then the teacher was like, did you guys read all the instructions? We're like, yeah. They're like, did you read all the instructions first? And I looked all the way down and I'm like, fuck, no. Right. I got so angry, and those lessons were very important to me because I hate it when I will do something without reading it entirely. Uh-huh. Now, especially, that's why I like email a lot. 
as opposed to like say making a phone call. Oh yeah. Because at least in the email I can very carefully craft my response Absolutely, and consider yeah. a lot of different things so that the message is as clear as possible. Yeah, well I also it's it's a uh, it's a um, uh, what's what I'm looking for? It's a um, accountability factor too. Yes. It's like if someone is asking something, I've been I've been in conversations with people or they're They'll ask something and then the, I'll like, okay, cool. This is what you're looking for. Well, no, no, no. It's not what I'm looking for. It's this. I'm like, okay, that's what you're looking for. No, no, no. It's this. And like, they're constantly changing. And I'm like, okay, you don't know what you're asking for. Yeah. I'm the one that looks like I'm an idiot because I'm not doing it right. So I'll, I'll go, I'll tell you what, here's my email. Send me an email with a comprehensive list of what you're looking for. And yeah. that way I can go, cool. I checked everything off on this list. You cannot come back to me and say it's wrong yes. because you wrote like I make you you make them think about what they're doing. Like email is good in that sense is that you forces people to think about what they're saying and yes. what are they putting in there. And then if not, you can go, why'd you send this to me then? Exactly. If this isn't what you wanted. And yeah. I asked you to review this. You agreed. These are the things I found myself doing that a lot with meetings. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. After a meeting, like, hey, just want to clarify this is what we talked about. Here's our actionable items. Ooh. That just gets my balls all shriveled up. I want to hear things like that. I made myself sad when I said that. I died a little. Um, but yeah, it's Which absolutely. Shit only made myself sad. You have to. Uh, that sort of stuff is so important because I like to craft the right message. I want to make sure that everything is clear because my goal in most situations is when you read something from mine, or if you're taking, if I'm working in a system and you come across my ticket or whatever. I want you to not, my goal is to not have you go anywhere else. Right. That all the information you need will be right there. And same thing with my email. I don't want you to have to, if you have to ask a follow-up question, that's fine, but I don't want to force you to go anywhere else. So it's like, say I was uh, doing something with your job. Here's a screenshot of the thing that I was looking at so you don't have to go look it up. Right. Like, I want to put that all there so you have it, <clears throat> so that you know that that's reliable information and yeah. it's all in one place. So we can kind of... To use another phrase that I've heard a lot lately, you have a single source of truth. A single source of truth? Single source of truth. Is that truth. another one of those corporate buzzword things? I don't know. It's kind of something. Is that a new meme? I, I don't know. Maybe. Like the the complete 100? Or what's the new thing that everyone's saying? The complete 100? Tick, tick, type, type, type. I've never heard of this. Oh, the absolute unit. That sounds completely different from complete no. 100. No, no, it's the same thing. <laughs> absolute I, unit sounds like a... <laughs> A porno. <laughs> the absolute unit. Refers to jokes made on Twitter in which people caption images of large objects or people with a v- variation of the phrase, in awe at the size of this lad. Absolute unit. I still don't fully understand. I've read this. I know your meme. I've, I've read how to use it so many times. I still don't get it. But now I'm seeing it pop up everywhere. So I don't understand. I didn't know if yours was. I was no. like, is that a new meme? Because I know memes now. A single source of truth. <laughs> It also sounds like one ring to rule them all. Yeah, yeah, that or something just in religion. This is the single source of truth <laughs> for all life in corporate America. In corporate America. <laughs> um, do you feel like suburban life has softened you to, or has given you more social anxiety? Like where mm. you're like with those guys, you you didn't want to say no to them. No. Like, did you, do you feel like that's been heightened or you've lost an edge or? No. Um, did you say like in the city you used to be able to like steal yourself and like I hated ready, it ready to go? I, it annoyed me to, it, it, over the years it got worse and worse. I would get irrationally angry at those folks. Okay. Especially the f- people like, oh, I have a clipboard. I'm like, fuck your clipboard. I'm going to break it over my knee. I'm going to slap you with it because I don't give a shit. Don't bother me. I'm walking, you know. 
And I got a hint of that because, but they surprised me. That was the thing. They got the drop. They, they, they got, got the drop, the drop, on, drop me. on you. I didn't see it coming because I haven't had to have my guard up like that. Because most of the time I'm driving to work, so I'm, you know I'm not around. Although there's some fucking assholes that drive around out here. Let me tell you, some real a holes in the suburbs. Yeah. Oh yeah. Look, no time out. I'm, for a second, I want to say this. Yeah. <clears throat> in no way, shape, or form does living in the suburbs. Mitig- uh, uh, take away the asshole drivers. Like yeah. I have seen some of the worst drive. You think people say like, "Oh, Chicago drivers or city drivers?" Fuck that. There are some complete dickheads who live in the suburbs. Oh yeah. Like drivers, you're like, you should have you should have your license banned and you should be put in a cell. I can't tell you how many times. I can't tell you how many times it's happened twice. Um, I'm at this 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 very busy intersection, and it's I'm heading I'm heading straight but there's like some sort of off ramp the people are kind of not a ramp but there's people are coming off from my right and people want to get from basically the far right lane all the way across three other lanes to the left turn lane, right and they just go and they were stopped and they just sort of like edge their way in and this is now the social anxiety for me too while i'm driving is they just edge their way in they get in the left turn lane for me it's like if I have to turn right or I have to turn left and there's a lot of traffic and someone comes up behind me, if it doesn't look like it's happening anytime soon, I'll change my path just to get out of the way. Okay. Because I'm like, well, I'm not going to get anywhere anytime soon. I, why, why make this person wait too? Sure. I'll just find a long way to go. Okay. And I've never understood why people don't do that. Okay. Because in, in lieu of that, they'll do something stupid. Like they'll just pull out anyway. Right. And then they'll just be like, someone has to let me in. I'm like, why are you doing that? Right. Just go the long way. You can. There's a. There's a way around here. The one thing I'm. I'm thinking of. All these by roads the connect. I was like, you can go right, go around the block, get a light, and get a left turn. And you can go that way. Three rights make a left. Let's not forget that. Right. Yeah. And it's one of those things where when I see people, I'm like, God, that's selfish. Like I understand you. It sucks that you do have to go all the way from this right lane all the way to this left turn lane in such a short span. Sure. Of like 20 feet. I blame the civil engineers. But I also would argue that's tough. <laughs> Like, that's tough. Right, you, right. you just can't do that all the time because this is a busy intersection. It's not like if it's there's easy no traffic, to go and do great, it. Do it. Yeah. There's never not any traffic. Okay, well, there you so go. So I yeah. don't know what to tell you if that's the way you need to go. Find another way around. And I, I realize I'm probably in the minority on that that thought process. People Probably. I also, I also think people need to be more kind in letting people in. Like, there's a lot of people very who, much about that. who are just like, oh, not this asshole. I get that yes. way after I've let a few people in. I'm just like, well, I'm also... I also need to go where I'm going, so yeah. I'll let maybe two, three people in. But after that, like if another person tries to sneak in, I'm like, oh no, 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 no. Well, for the, me, the guy behind me can can be kind as well. <laughs> well, for me, it's I try to observe the situation because there's there's a point at uh, when you get on 355 with where I live, where they're doing just some construction, and there is a very. I mean, sm- for the last 30 years. Yes. There's a very small window of time for me to get on. Sure. And it's a very small window, and there's people that just won't fucking get over. Right. I, and I'm like, guys, I, I don't have an option. I have to get on. Right. Like, I will run into a wall unless you get the fuck over, and they right. just won't do it. I'm like, what do you want me to do? If you're approaching, I've always said, if you're approaching an, like, in, 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 in an expressway, if, you're, if you've got on and off ramps, the right lane is not for you to drive in. If it's, exactly. a, multi, if it's a multi-lane, like if it's like three lanes, your lane is the middle lane. Exactly. That, that lane is for the transition of coming on and off. Yes. And leave it clear so people can fucking make their make I their hate being messages. in the right lane until I actually have to turn off because of that. Right. And I'm like, ah, this is dangerous. I don't want to deal with yeah. that. Yeah, well, like Sure Drive, there's, a, there's a, a, a perfect example of that. I think it's, I want to say it's Belmont. 
and once you actually like the the actual like window of like lane to guardrail is very short and yeah. if people are just flying down like you've got to really hope that you're going to you're going to find that pocket to get in. That's how I am. Like yeah. when I'm going, I'm like, "Oh, I hope I can get in here yeah. right now because I don't have an option. Right. I have to get on." Yeah, I'll always if I'm in the right lane, I'll always try to move over and go <sighs> middle lane for so these people can just like at their leisure, you know. I stay out of it until I have to exit and then I find the right time to get in there cuz I don't want to deal with that, but that drives me nuts. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm with you. Like, sometimes people are like, fuck this. I'm like, ah, why would you do that? I try to be as helpful as possible right. while also making sure everyone else is safe. <laughs> so, because here's the thing. I've heard about people who like to wave people on are not considering the traffic around them. That's Or true. the traffic rules. Yeah. And they go and they get fucking T-boned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, there's another road that I go on. It's, it's, it's four lanes, you know, two each way. And these people are sometimes trying to get out and turn left or whatever. And... I, I'm sitting there going, if everything else around me is stopped, I will then consider your request to come in. However, if it's not... <laughs> I'll consider your request. We'll have a meeting about it. Because here's the thing. If I stop in my lane, but the other lane's still going, right? It's, yeah. it, there's, it doesn't do anything. So I need to make sure everyone else is on the same page before we do that. I'm not trying to be a dick. Right. I, I want to let you in. Right. But everyone else has to be safe. They have to be safe. Because right. people drive as if... They don't as if something terrible can't happen. This is me the, being the very I can't spooky. But oh yeah, no, the I can't happen to me. The or sorry, the it can't happen to me mentality runs deep in the auto realm. And, and that, but the idea that you know what, I need to get somewhere. We all do. Right, we're all so on the road. Does everybody else, fella. And I think I've told this story before, but I want to tell it again because it's 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 heroic and it's for Jill. <laughs> we were going to a. Um, sort of Benihana-like place, you know, stir-fry, top grill sort of thing. And when we were coming home, uh, there was a bad accident that happened right on, like, the the exit area of where we need to go. So it, what should have taken us probably 20 minutes to get, home, to get home took us about an hour and 45 minutes. We were stuck in this area, and people got so impatient that they just started driving on the shoulder to get where they needed to go. And it was when – I, when I tell you it was super dangerous – it was incredibly dangerous because a car had been hit and it was just in the middle of the intersection. Oh yeah, so I can't. I hate when people do people this would shit. just go and not consider what else was happening around traffic yeah. wise. And one person saw one person go. They're like, "I'm going too," yeah. and they just started racing. So oh, we're making this a lane, racing yeah. down. And Jill actually drove out and put her butt yeah. of the car out there so people couldn't go. Oh yeah, and, and I'm stopped sure stopped it. I'm sure people were honking at her like and a motherfucker. I thanked her for that because I go, you may have just saved someone's life yeah. by doing this right now Absolutely. because this is not a driving lane. Yeah. Because well, people also, are not expecting anyone to be driving on the shoulder right now and this could cause another accident because they're impatient. Not even not just that, but you've got to consider uh, emergency vehicles. Exactly. If if a fire ambulance or or uh, police had to get to that scene or to to get somewhere and there's this traffic jam that is their lane now, yeah. and so now if you're all driving in that, or now if you're, you know, uh, if, if 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 there's a backup in that lane, you're preventing that from from happening. Yeah. So stop driving in that lane. That is not an actual lane. Don't make it one. And it sucks. Like I get it. Um, unless unless someone is out there directing traffic yeah. into that lane. Sure, if someone's telling you to do it, absolutely, because they're redirecting traffic patterns. But don't yeah. make that decision yourself. You can't do that. And the thing is, like, this is out of everyone's control. And when I think about that, it gives me a sense of reliefs, like where, a relief where I'm like, I can't control this. Right. It is what it is. And because of because I don't have control, I'm going to let it go. Okay. And it yeah. sucks, 
But again, everyone's got somewhere they need to be. Yeah. So let's just get there safely. We're all busy. And motherfucker. One of the last times when I when I drove down here to do the podcast and I drove back, I just everything went wrong that went wrong. That oh day yeah, I remember. Yeah, I'm miserable. <laughs> I don't even think I told you this, but when I was coming back home, there was a giant car wreck. Oh no! Just right out where I need to go to get to my just outside of my neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. So I had to go through this like mall strip mall area, and it was just a caravan of people. And it sucked, but I was I told myself like there's nothing I can do. Right. We're gonna go, we're moving, we're moving slowly, we're consistent, we're going, we're it all is this what together. it is. We're doing it, yeah. I was like, fine. Uh, by the time I got home, I was like, fuck this day driving. Right. But at one point <laughs> this guy got so mad at me. It was so much fun to watch. Um <laughs> because he had a stop sign, but I didn't. But because there were so many people going, like it, it kind of seemed like we had a stop sign, but it was just because there were so many people. Yeah. So I got up there and I realized, I'm like, oh, I don't have to stop. And so I, I went and he like pumped his brakes and he looked at me. And he did like the whole fingers in my eyes and fingers at mine. So and like like I'm watching you like, or, or like I heads see, up. Keep, uh, yeah. and, and I saw him just go. Rah! Rah! He's like He's doing like this. Is, screaming I, in his he car. He was just like going. Rah, 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 rah. And I, I, I looked at him and I just mouthed. I go, I don't have to stop. And I kept going. He's just like. Rah, rah, rah. He's like pointing. He's just big fat guy. And he was just like, Burr! I'm like, I don't have to stop. Bye, fella. I don't have to yeah. stop. I don't have to stop. And he's just, burr, 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 burr. I thought I thought his head was going to explode. Yeah. It all happened within a matter of seconds. That guy got so mad. I was like, dude, there is a car wreck <laughs> right over there. Right. Deal with it. Deal with it. Okay. Yeah. Like, relax. Dude, the road wreck. I actually had, uh, I made the mistake one time of flipping off. I got I got cut off. And, like, these, th- this car was driving erratically. And it was, it was. Uh, it was two teenage or not teenage, but like twenty something guys in the front, and like a girl and maybe another guy in the back, and they were all like just kind of the the early early twenty, just punk ass, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So they were driving like a bunch of dicks, and they cut me off. They cut some other people off, and I was we drove by. I just flicked them off. I just kind of gave them the finger, like you guys are being assholes. And I turned onto the expressway. Well, they cut across a lane of traffic to follow me onto the expressway. And they pulled up along the left side. The guy rolls his window down and starts banging on his car. And like he's like they're trying to like drive closer to me, like I like get their cars closer. And I I had my window up and they're like, roll it down. I'm like, I just kept shaking my head, like, no. Like, why no, why would I do that? Yeah. Like I you're gonna I don't know if you're gonna throw something at me. I don't know if you're gonna try yeah. to pull me out of my car. What are we doing? Like what yeah. what what are you what's the intent right now? Yeah. Like, are we gonna get out and fight? On the Kennedy? Yeah, right. Is that what you want to do? Like, because it's one of those things where I'm like, dude, what's the end game? Yeah. What are you? What are we going That's for, man? That's the scary shit when that when things like that happen. Yeah. Where I'm not gonna lie, like my heart rate was fucking through the it was. roof. Like I, I I talk now as if I was calm about it. Like I was trying not to show them that I was freaked out. Yeah. Because I didn't want to give them that satisfaction. But I was just I, at the time. I'm like, I really don't want to try to fight off three people. But and lose not like I say it like I'm gonna oh I'm gonna do my best I would have fucking got my ass kicked yeah. but um I don't know I've seen a lot of martial arts movies I might have been able to take them <laughs> I'm just saying but uh but yeah but in my head I was also like what are we doing here what is this like you guys were drink- being assholes I flicked you off and now all of a sudden I've uh, dis you know I've dis uh, disgraced your honor 
What what is this? Yeah, it, it, those are things that scare me. Is when we reach those points, like the what yeah. was it? What year, over a year ago, that woman who lost her mind in that art store. Oh, remember? Jesus Christ! Right? Yeah, like at some point, did she step back and be like, "Whoa!" Because there's always a point where I've had where I'm like, "This is all right." I've crossed a line. I'm way too angry over this <laughs> right. situation. Right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. This yeah. Is, lost its its point and but to double down and triple down and be like we're going further it's like really well i've committed i'm already too far into this i may as well just keep going and to see like i i just you know i think i told you about this too but you know when i was in high school uh some guy was driving erratically and and you know i flipped him off and uh he followed the car i was riding in the car with my friends he followed us all the way to my house jesus christ yeah and i told them I was like, please don't go to my home. They're like, no. This guy was like, I need to drop you off because I need to go somewhere else. I'm like, this guy's following us. Like, right, right. This is not good. He pulled in the driveway behind us, got out of his car, and he went. He goes, I want that motherfucker in the back of the car. <laughs> it was me. It was you, yeah. And he reached in, tried to grab me, he ripped my shirt. I don't know if I've heard the I full story. Wow, go ahead, yeah. So he ripped my shirt. He's like, get the fuck out of the car. And I got out, and I was terrified. Yeah. He's like, you got a problem with me, motherfucker? I said, no, I, I, I'm, I'm really sorry. I go, I was just messing around. I didn't mean anything by it. He goes, yeah, that's what I thought, bitch. He went and got back in his car and drove off. And I was like, okay, guys, I'll see you later. <laughs> I remember going into my house just like shaking. Oh, sure, yeah. My you're... dad was just eating, eating dinner. Yep. He was like, hey. I was like, hi. And your adrenaline's just coursing and through your like, veins. What yeah. What the fuck? Because I knew this guy. This guy was crazy. Yeah. I knew him from high school. Crazy person. And I went upstairs. My brother was playing PlayStation with his friend. And I was like, this guy just tried to kick my ass in front of the driveway. He's like, my brother was like, what the fuck, man? Why didn't you come get me? I was like, because I was about to get my ass kicked. And Dave, of course, would be like, let's rumble. Because he's yeah. he, Dave's very protective of his friends and family. Oh, He'll yeah. throw down at the yeah. at Anything. He's I, got your back. If there's one thing that I would be 100% confident in is that Dave would not back off in nope. a fight. Yeah. No, Dave, I, I can see Dave being a fucking scrapper. Dave yeah. would rip your throat out with his teeth. Yep. So then I find out a, a, a week later, he was arrested, pulled over. He had a gun in his car. There you go. And uh, he went to prison. Jesus Christ. And I was like, that was the same car that he had when he right. came into my driveway and probably had a gun in there so that's terrifying yeah 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 so and again that's rural, rural missouri it's yep. not again that's not a big city yep. big big city new york chicago like that can fucking happen anywhere you've gotta yep. you've just gotta be mindful of that like it's not it that's everywhere yeah yeah i was i was half expecting you to go you're like no and he gets in his car that's what i thought bitch he gets in his car and as he's driving away you're like fuck you man i was smart just enough. pushing it because that would have been me I would have pushed it one step too far, and I'd have been like, then you come back and I'm like, oh, I was just joking. <laughs> I, I've learned enough to know when you're beaten, you accept that loss, <laughs> you take that big old right. piece of humble pie, and you chew it down, and you let it go. Because here's the thing. If you refuse to let go, it's only going to escalate. Absolutely. And it's hard to accept that loss. It's really hard Absolutely. to be like, no I've been beaten. Lose. Yeah. I've been beaten. I've been embarrassed. Right. I've been shamed. But... You have to accept it because otherwise it just it doesn't lead you anywhere and it can get catastrophic if that's the case. Right. Like in that situation, those guys pulled up next to you driving. Right. Had you rolled the window down and what, had a conversation, it could have escalated. But well, instead of again, didn't know if they had a gun in the car. Yeah. Like where are these little you know, fucking uh, you know, micro micro gangbangers? Like yeah. are they you know, little uh, 
gangbangers in training? Yeah. I don't know. Exactly. You know? How yeah. did that ultimately end, that situation? They finally just took off. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure they're like, oh, what a pussy. He wouldn't roll his car window down. But the way I look at that is like that situation resolved itself. Yeah. And that's the hard thing to realize is even if someone's being a total prick, if you don't engage, it doesn't give them anything and they have to go somewhere else. Right. Exactly. If you won't, because then, then they have to make the choices. Am yeah. I going to escalate this? Am I going to get, am I going to take this to a level where I can't get out of it now? Yeah. Because you know, if, if you're not engaging and all of a sudden they start assaulting you, that's one hundred percent. They can't even claim self defense at that yeah. point. They're just they're just assaulting someone. So they've got it forces them to make that decision of how far am I actually going to take this? Well, that's the thing too is like if you're ever in a public space and someone's acting crazy, I think that's why most of the people don't respond. Yeah, because it just makes that person look more crazy. Right. Because if you come up and try yeah. to confront them, then it looks like you're antagonizing or right. something Absolutely, like that. Absolutely. Yeah. So if someone's just walking around being a weirdo, you kind of just have to let them be a weirdo. Right. And as annoying as it can be. Because this person's just doing, it's very selfish for them to do something like that if it's intentional. Otherwise, it could be mental illness, and which is a whole different story. But right. there's sometimes people are being annoying just for the sake of being annoying, and they want that attention. Oh, absolutely. And if you yeah. feed into it, it just in, 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 emboldens them yeah. and makes them stronger. And it's, it's so hard. It's a tough thing to do to be like, I can't give them what they want, yeah. which is attention. Yeah. And uh, I saw that today when I was coming from the train station. There was just a lady in a sleeveless shirt. Just with a cart, just screaming. Uh, and yep. I was looking at her going, man, this is really annoying right now. I don't know who you're even talking to. Um, she's shouting to the world. I'm like, there's some mental illness there, unfortunately. But if, if you were to walk up and be like, hey, what's going on? How can I help you? That's unfortunately not going to help. Or if you're like, shut up, that's just going to oh, just, again, them you're, more. You're just making them more and more angry. Yeah. yeah. It, it doesn't work. And it's, it's really bad. And it's, it's tough. It's it's tough in those sort of situations, um, and I and I've learned because you you hear the stuff that just gets out of control. It's scary stuff. Yeah, it starts from nothing that all of a sudden punches are thrown, or um, you know it happens all the time at bars and stuff where someone feels like they've been slided instead of just accepting or trying to defuse it because that would mean you lose. Right. Which is something I really don't like about our culture. How it's oh if you <laughs> if you defuse it you're a pussy. Oh yeah yeah. It's like, oh, you didn't fucking, you didn't go to, t- you didn't stand toe to toe. Look, yeah. dude, I don't want to fight you. I don't want to fight you. It's like, let's not do that. Look, I'm sorry. Oh, look at him. He's apologizing. He's a pussy. It's like, okay, fine. I don't want to fight. Right. I don't want to fight. I don't, because one of two things going to happen. Either I'm going to get my ass kicked or you're going to get your ass kicked. Yeah. And neither, like, at the end of the day, neither of us wants that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like an argument goes, it's like, you want to take this outside? I'm like, why do we have to do that? No, it, we can fight just fine can, in here. Can we just talk? <laughs> can we just continue our argument? Right. Because then all of a sudden, once you're saying like we could take this outside, it's a whole different thing. Right. All together. What, we're going to fight over a disagreement like this? Yeah. You shitting me? You shitting me, bro? You shitting me, bro? You, there's, well, there's one other <laughs> thing that you can do if, uh, if you do have a disagreement with someone and you don't want to talk and you don't necessarily want to go outside. There's one other place where arguments can be settled. Well, you, you can send a calendar invite via yep. Outlook, yep. and then you can you know put in the location. Yeah, and it, really the title could be Throwdown. It's a Throwdown. <laughs> yes. I'm RSVPing. Yes. I'm RSVPing. Fuck yeah. So today, uh, I really enjoyed. Uh, I was going to go a couple ways with this, but I really enjoyed uh, last week's mm-hmm. uh, Throwdown with uh, with Mr. Johnny Cruz. Mm-hmm. Um, where we did Lucio versus the Scout. Mm. So I wanted to kind of keep it in that vein nice. of TF2 versus Ooh. Overwatch. Okay. And I thought today we would go uh, Reinhardt, okay. who is category of a tank, uh-huh. versus the tank. Oh, uh, versus uh, heavy? 
Versa Heavy. I'm sorry. <laughs> what am I thinking of Tank? There's a, there's a video game where something is called The Tank. Oh, I mean, there's Left 4 Dead. Um, there's... Versa the Heavy. <laughs> I was so confident in that. Well, here's um, what's interesting. That or would it be, would Winston be a better... Well, let's let's start with Reinhardt because Reinhardt has a shield. Yes, he does. And I'm, I'm watching a little a little bit of him right now. And his shield will eventually fail once okay. it's taken enough damage, and it will recharge over time. And he's very much a melee guy. Right. He's got that that Hammerstein. Yeah. The rocket so, hammer. Yes. Does it shoot a rocket? No, it's it's rocket powered, so it, okay. it hits so much harder. Got it. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. So um, he can stun as his ultimate. And he can also do an ability that gets him, like, he can use rocket power to get him from point A to point B really I, quick. As you were saying it, it was just happening on the screen. Yeah. So um, the heavy has his minigun, and he has a sandwich. Uh, he does have a sandwich. And he has his fists. So And he's limited to ammo, which is a problem. Ooh, that's very That's a whole problem in the TF2 universe is ammo is a big part of it. So right. if we There's were to very take, few melee characters. Yeah, if we yeah. were to take ammo out of it, to give them, because really in, in the Overwatch universe, everyone has unlimited ammo. You have, still have to reload, yeah. but you have to get ammo boxes and stuff like in the, that. In Overwatch? Correct. Okay, yeah, yeah. So if you were to take ammo out and of I it. I really feel like I want to play Overwatch. I feel I like, I, I feel really like I'd like it. this game. It's, it's really fun. Yeah. And for the record, I've been playing a lot of TF2 lately. Have this you? This whole past week, I've been playing TF2. Okay. <laughs> and having a really good time with it. I need, yeah. Um, but the thing is that the heavy is not as versatile as Reinhardt, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, because just Reinhardt can basically walk towards him. Yeah. <laughs> as he's well, shooting. He's, ah! yeah. yeah. And then like, as soon as his shield dies, wham. Yeah. And even if he's taking hits, I mean, he's just going to hit him. I feel like, yeah, I feel like Reinhardt is, there's, it's no contest. Now. And again, I would, I would obviously the health and the armor and stuff's different in the games, but I would make them equal. Yeah. Obviously in that sort of regard. So I, well, I feel like Reinhardt is definitely one-sided. Would Winston be a better a better heavy option? The, the tricky thing with Winston... Because he's tank as well. He is tank. Uh, Winston has to get close to attack. He has this little shocker gun I'm that he has. It's almost as if you're watching what it's I'm like seeing here. Yeah, He can put up a shield around himself as yeah. well. It's a stationary shield that he can go in and out of, and okay. things won't be able to get into him. And he can also jump. He can pounce. He this can. is literally happening. As this is literally ha for the. All right, so I'm gonna. <laughs> I've, I've got I've got my computer up facing me, and there's nothing behind no. me that Doug's looking at. But as he's describing all of this, every single thing he's describing is happening <laughs> in this fucking video. It's the weirdest fucking thing. This is a very surreal moment right now. Um, and his ultimate is he can turn into a, a wild raging gorilla. Okay, where he can punch people around. Okay. So um, I would feel like. Again, it's tough because... Is, is it where yellow electricity spurts out his eyes? And, yep. Yep. And he punches. Um, the thing is... Stop watching my screen. Because, <laughs> see, the thing is, the heavy doesn't have a lot of versatility as far as movement goes. He's not very mobile. He's very slow. He's very slow. And <clears throat> when he's shooting, he's, he's very, he's very slow slower, to move. Yeah. So the thing is that Winston can throw down a shield in the spot and he won't take advantage and he can jump from that shield to then close the distance right. onto the heavy and then just run around in circles and shock him to death yeah, yeah so yeah. I feel like the heavy would probably uh, lose pretty soundly so on with, that one so against both Reinhardt and Winston 
the heavy is the heavy's taking. I don't think the heavy taking the damage. Yeah. yeah. So the heavy's really useless against uh, the tanks in TF in uh, Overwatch. Because I would say the heavy's not really a full on tank in that regard. That's true. Because he doesn't really have a shield per se. Yeah. It's just a I've got a lot of health. Now an interesting one matchup is there's um, I can't remember his name in Overwatch, but he's a dwarf that can build sentry guns. Torbjorn. Torbjorn, and then the engineer. Which are basically the same. Absolutely, yeah. So Torbjorn, Torbjorn um, can build his sentries, which are, are relatively effective. Right. Um, he has. Uh, he can also give people armor, which is useful. Okay. Um, and uh, he has a little uh, magma gun that he shoots. Yes, he does. Um, which is pretty useful from a range. And uh, his ultimate is that he basically gets a shit ton of armor. And he boosts up his his sentry to shoot like crazy okay. to kill people. I feel like that's a pretty apples to apples comparison because while the engineer can also build a sentry, he can build up to three levels. Yep. That level three sentry is ridiculous oh, as far as what it does insanity, between insanity yeah. as fast as it shoots and the rockets. Yep. He can also build teleporters. I was gonna say yeah, he can he can move people around the level by himself. And yeah. He can build dispensers which give ammo yep. and health. Yep. So I feel like and he also has but he has a bunch of different things he can have. The engineer he can have a shotgun for mm-hmm. close range. He can also use a pistol for long range. Right. So I feel like the two of them are pretty. I would say that seems that seems pretty apples to apples. What I'm and seeing the here. engineer can pick up his stuff and move them. After can, he built can them. Can Torbjorn as well? I don't think so. Okay. I think that kind of stays stationary, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Um, so I feel like it's pretty apples to apples in that sort of regard. I'd say the engineer is obviously squishier, squishier than Torbjorn. Cho- I was going to say, this guy seems seems like a little, uh, <laughs> little fucking uh, tough ass. Yeah. He's a, he seems like a hard ass. Yeah. So I feel like... Chorbjorn has much better ability. I played as that guy a lot, and man, he can hit people from a distance and do a lot of damage, sure, especially yeah. if he gets headshots. Well, and he's got that. Yeah, he's got like that. Like you said, that mat, molten core. Yeah, where molten he basically core. he basically just spreads a whole thing of molten lava, and if you walk through it, you die. Yeah, he yeah. Just, psh, psh, psh. So I would say that um, if the engineer can get Chorbjorn to get in range of his um, his sentry, he's screwed. Oh yeah, if the, if the engineer can uh, can upgrade the sentries to level three, mm-hmm. and he's got he's got one or two of them, then that, yeah, Torbjorn is done. But the problem is that Torbjorn can shoot probably beyond the range of that sentry and destroy it from a distance. Oh really? Is my guess. Okay, because he could just keep shooting, and eventually, I don't know if the, the engineer will be able to heal through it all because okay. unless he has a max dispenser, but eventually that dispenser will run out as well as parts for him to heal his... Uh, will that dispenser run out? I didn't think dispensers run out. They do. Okay. They have to recharge. Okay. So, uh-huh. and if he's outside the range of that, he can just keep doing that and or try to kill the engineer because the engineer is squishy altogether. That's true, yeah. Which I think is a is a problem in that regard. So, I feel like that magma gun is a son of a bitch, too. Because really, like, it can basically this. be a shotgun as right. well as a long distance yeah, thing. Yeah, where you're just laying it down so you can't get... So he can lay down... He can basically lay down a perimeter. And you just be like... Yeah. All right, if he can, if he, yeah, and if he can like launch it over to where the sentry is, mm-hmm. that thing's gonna melt. Yeah. Yeah, and he's got his own sentry as well. Exactly. So yeah, I uh, I, th- I feel like I gotta give it to Torbjorn. Torbjorn. Yeah. Torbjorn for the win. Torbjorn for the win. I like these. Also, <laughs> Reinhardt. Reinhardt and Winston for the win. <laughs> uh, engineer. Pretty much and Overwatch over another one we could do eventually. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I got yeah, another one we could yeah, do. We got for the future. Yeah. 
That, I, was, I was actually. I look at save, a lot of these characters. I'm like, these seem like TF2 characters. I was gonna say, I was gonna save Torbjorn and the engineer for ah, for another one, okay. but since you brought it up, yes, yeah. it was actually it's it's a very that was that absolutely. I saw just the thumbnail. I'm like, oh, that's the engineer. Yeah, <laughs> basically yeah, apples to apples on that one. Yeah, um, so. yeah. Right now we're seeing just over, Overwatch is kind of crushing TF2 right now. It is. Yeah, it is. Sorry guys. Sorry. I'll tell you what. There's one thing that. Uh, that's not true. Anyway, I was like, there's one thing TF2 has that uh, Overwatch doesn't. I'll say the spy, but I'm like, there's kind of a spy-like person. <laughs> not as bad, but the you know, spy can backstab, whatever. Anyway, we'll talk about that in the future episode. But Justin, uh, do you have anything you want to promote or recommend this week? Uh, yeah, actually, um, I am, it's going to be a, a little uh, non-traditional, but um, let me just... Uh, I, I want to make sure I get this right. Um, Millennium Park. Is this it? Hold on. Shit, now I don't know. Ah, I failed. Is this it here? Sorry. This is, ex I know this is super. Yes, it is. It's MillenniumParkHealingArts.com. Uh, Millennium Park Massage. I went and got a massage at a new place. Uh, this guy, uh, Michael, it's M-O-R-A-N, I think Moran. Um, he's amazing. Uh, so I would definitely recommend if you're in the city, you're looking for someone to do some uh, body work on you. This guy is really, really good. Um, so I would definitely suggest checking out Millennium Park Healing Arts, uh, Millennium Park Massage. Cool. Nice. Also, uh, Daredevil Season 3 is amazing. About time. Yeah. And I, uh, I recommended Queen last week, right? Bohemian Rhapsody. You did. Right? Sure yeah. did. All right, cool. Uh, I'm going to recommend Team Fortress 2. It's an oldie but a goodie. There you go. You can find it on Steam. It's free to play. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I enjoy the shit out of it. It's been really good. Uh, haven't hopped on the bike as quickly as I have in the past, but I also realized... The maps that I'm good at, I started playing last night. I'm like, there it is. <laughs> I got it. There we go. I brought myself back. Yeah. I feel a little bit better now. Nice. So, yes. You guys can find MindGap on Facebook. Look for our page there. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at MindGap Podcast. And Justin exists digitally also. That's true. Instagram and Twitter at Justin underscore Michael. Spell M-I-K-E-L. It is the fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the online realm, check us out on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Spotify, and on Google Podcasts. Uh, you can subscribe to us, review us, share us. And uh, just show us all the love. We love when you do all those things to us. Makes us feel good. Yes. Also, 2east8th.com slash mindgap and 2east8th.com slash the best bar podcast ever. It's the other podcast I do with Milos every Monday. It's about the bar industry and it's pretty damn cool. Yeah. So if you guys have any social anxieties you'd like to share with us or let us know that, hey, I have that too. Or if you have some cool road rage stories, let us know. We'd love to hear more about that. Absolutely. In the meantime, you guys have a great week and we'll see you next time. Mind Gap Podcast.